What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Age of Radio. and gentlemen, boys and girls, recorded live before a studio audience in the Fortress of Solitude, Castaway's Podcast Network proudly presents Made Up Movie, and now your host, Steve. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve Love, and welcome to Made Up Movies, the game show where contestants pitch their ridiculously random movie reboots and secure funding from their fellow energetically eccentric executives. As always, I'm here with three incredible top-of-the-line aspiring movie producer podcasters who are going to make some calls and try to sell you on the next Hollywood blockbuster. And our contestants are Stephen Izzy from the Everything I Learned from Movies podcast. Woo-hoo! And from the History of Bad Ideas podcast, we have Jim and Jeff. (laughs) Now, for those of you tuning in for the first time, our competitors are given randomly drawn movies, stars, genre, and setting to pitch their own movie to the other contestants as studio executives in order to get the highest budget possible. However, because they're working in the studio system they may have some notes that must be taken into account in order to get their blessing. After the pitches are made, each contestant will get 30 seconds to pitch their visions one last time. Budgets will be assigned and a winner is crowned. Make sense? Good. Would you like to be part of the action? Then reach out to our sponsor, Everything I Learned From Movies. Yes, Made Up Movies is proudly sponsored by the good people at the podcast Everything I Learned From Movies, who discuss bad to questionable movies, great beer, and funny third thing. Hit them up on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Also, today's episode is brought to you by uh, Ooh, by Roosters oh, yeah, Brewing from, Company. By Roosters Brewing Company and their Cold IPA uh, Identity Crisis Cold IPA. ID Cruise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Edenesis, as it says on it. Yeah, it's a Identity Crisis. They're called IPA. Date filled, gay. Uh, it was date filled <laughs> today, but that was like five days ago. <laughs> we have a crawler. It's a giant can. Yeah. Two ounces of delicious beer. We got direct from the brewery. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pop this top. 
top. Oh, sprayed on your phone a little bit there. Apparently. Oh, it's it's over the top, babe. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> they gotta pressurize it somehow. Yes. And the pour? Yeah. It's a beautiful, clear, almost lager looking. Yeah, super, super pale. Has a very Foamy. white, almost watery head. You have the cup, okay. Yeah, we have foamy head with large bubbles dissipating quickly. No. Hmm. How is it? Well, the head's nice and cold. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, a little, uh, mm-hmm. not as hoppy as you might think, but yeah, nice, crisp, and yeah, super refreshing. A little bit of pine notes. It is almost like a lightly hop lager. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, it's identity crisis, uh, cold IPA as it was advertised to us. All right, from Brewster's Brewing. Check them out, Ogden, Utah. Yeah, they have two locations one is a screaming baby factory downtown and the <laughs> other true. one is a bar where it's 21 and older and you can bring your dog that's right because dogs are better than babies fact <laughs> you can kennel it on <laughs> and our other sponsor this week plant parenthood no um, <laughs> just say no to babies <laughs> All just right. say no just say no and we uh, randomly drew order back uh, before the show, we'll say. Uh, and Izzy will be going first. All right. All right. <laughs> hmm. Drew my cards. I have not looked at them yet. Steve is keeping me honest over here. So we have, this is a reboot of Face Off. Oh, shit. I'm already in. <laughs> Starring Lucy Liu. Oh, my God. And John Chuck. Chow- oh, John Chuck. Chow- oh, God. Yeah, I'm already enjoying this. It is a serial killer fantasy. Oh, my God. How'd they know? I, I think I'm hard. <laughs> uh, set in the eye of a hurricane. <laughs> Babe, now you're just spouting poetry. Think 300 meets bad boys for life. Oh, my God. Oh my god, this is the best I've ever drawn. So Shut up and take my money. <laughs> I call it Face Off 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Actually, anything else you like to say about it? Or should we go uh, oh, to the executives? I mean, do I need to say anything else about um, Face Off 2 starring Lucy Liu and John Cho? The serial killer fantasy in the eye of a hurricane? In the uh, the inspired by three hundred bad boys for life. I mean, that's not to me, G- gentlemen. Is that a? Well, I just got one question. Mm-hmm. I mean, what exactly do you want people to take away from this movie? I want people to take away a sense of wonder. How did we pull it off? Okay. All right. <laughs> I think what do the heroes discover on their journey? That just changes everything for them. I think they discovered that in switching faces and switching lives, it was much easier to kill, especially those they were supposed to love, but they actually had no connection to. So I'm sorry, the point of your serial killer fantasy is to realize how easy it is to kill when you look at it from another perspective. Human's life when you look at it from somebody else's shoes. When you have somebody else's face, it's easier to kill. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure with Lucy Lou's absolutely. Let's go Oren Ishii on everybody. But uh, <laughs> all right, babe. What weapon does the hero use to defeat the villain, and how do they use it? 
Well, honestly, we have to go with a full face off ending, obviously. So it will be a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> and how do they use the speedboat? Oh, well, just like in the original face off. I mean, I'm thinking we're going to shoot that ending almost scene for scene. Flaming doves exploding from buildings, speedboats, and eventually we are going to have our villain tumble off the end of the speedboat and basically be hit by it. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right excellent well uh that that's an excellent pitch let's see if uh <laughs> see how it goes against the others uh let's see uh i'll go next how about that and this is steve from everything i learned from movies of course uh this is a reboot of crazy rich asians <laughs> starring kim kardashian oh god oh. and beyonce Knowles. holy crap <laughs> It is oh shit! It is an erotic romance <laughs> set in set deep in the woods. Think the forty year old virgin meets what women want. This movie just writes itself. All right, babe. We need new executive questions. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So yeah, reboot of Crazy Rich Asians starring uh, Kim Kardashian and Beyonce in erotic romance in the middle of the woods. 40-year-old virgin and what women want. Uh, and I call it what men want. <laughs> do, do they want erotic thrillers? Of course, obviously, uh, you know, uh, icons of our time, Beyonce and uh, Car- Kim Kardashian, <laughs> they're rich as shit. So obviously it's like a reboot of Crazy Rich Asians, right? Yeah, yeah. Going around the wood, or around the world, you know. At, at first, they're they're friends, but then after a plane crash, they uh, find themselves deep in the woods and find out maybe they're more than friends. Who knows? And we also have, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, we, we find out uh, one of them may not be what they seem. Hmm. Maybe that's the tie into 40-year-old virgin. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, what men want <laughs> in theaters next week. Uh, any questions, executives, give me all your money. Oh, oh shit i uh, hold on i haven't given you guys the <laughs> did you miss the part where i said we need new executive questions nope okay yeah, I'm glad you yeah he missed miss that it. part <laughs> here's one for you my love and gentlemen i'm gonna send you this one here too all right gentlemen and your executive questions are on the way you went left or right jim i'll take uh, right again all right steve i do have a question for you okay Describe your favorite scene in this movie to me. Bonus points if you can act it out. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, my my favorite scene is the erotic hot tub scene. Uh, as you can see, I see it just. Oh, oh, his pants are off. Oh, <laughs> to yourself, Sister oh, Timbers. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, God, Jeff, Jim, <laughs> be glad you can't. You don't have any video. <laughs> I was expecting a little more voice acting going. Oh no, it, it's more moaning and stuff. I I can't quite get the. Uh. So what you're saying is the scene is more of a show don't tell. Yeah, I, I I'm thinking it, rather than have the moaning, uh, it's going to be more like a like like a. Uh, oh fuck! I'm trying to remember the song that's <laughs> in my head. Uh, who the fuck well, sings it? Would be a Beyonce song. Oh no no no! Jay Z? No, Beyonce is not even on the soundtrack. No no, just oh. just a just soft romantic song, and you know oh. they're in kind of slow motion, and you see the the oh. waves coming up over the edge of the hot tub, like waves of passion. And... 
<laughs> By the way, everyone listening to this, totally jacking off right now. Definitely, babe. Picturing you as Brent, you got Brent, you got busted. <laughs> oh, you thought Steve was a sexy black uh. lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any uh, any other questions out there, gentlemen? Yeah, I want you to tell me about the scene where Kim Kardashian kills Beyonce. Oh man, well. Okay, so obviously they're in this little uh, place in the deep in the woods, a little cabin with a hot tub, apparently. You know, it happens. I've seen, you guys all seen Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, right? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) What would be the point of having a hot tub deep in the woods to not have a hot tub? Sorry, have a cabin deep in the woods to not have a hot tub. (laughs) I mean, absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, you know, it's slippery and stuff around there. And, you know, they're having a little, little drinky poos and whoops, they both kind of fall, but one's like on the edge of the tub and the other one kind of falls on it. So it breaks the neck a little bit. And then the rest of the movie becomes a hard, uh, I, I don't know, crazy rich Asians twist where they're trying to uh, cover up the murder. I don't know. <laughs> Make it look like an accident should be easy enough, right? Well, you would think, except there's cameras everywhere and they're all loading to the cloud. And then it becomes an erotic thriller. Okay. Could we like maybe swap out Beyonce with like we pitch me we get the with Steve Buscemi instead, but Casper's a really drunk person. Oh, uh, sorry. So Steve Buscemi as a drunk person making sweet love to Beyonce? No, instead of Beyonce. Oh, oh, oh. So oh, so making sweet love to Kim Kardashian. Um, I mean, it's not my. uh... <laughs> Not my personal choice, but you know what? I do appreciate Steve Buscemi as an actor, and uh, you know what? I- I'm down for the. Uh, I'm assuming five days of shooting where he's gonna, you know, be be with a scantily clad Kim Kardashian, her giant booty, and just riding that shit on in. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Th- this may be what finally puts it over the edge, so he gets that Oscar nomination. Okay. I mean, if Short Round can get one, no. no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess on that note, uh, what what men want coming in theaters? <laughs> yes, what men want an erotic film with Steve Buscemi as one of the erotic romance. Yeah. Yeah. Next, excellent. Batch the. Uh... All right, gentlemen, who's going to go next? I can go, I can next. go next. No, take it, Jim. Take it. All right, Jeff, I'm going to send you the next executive question. Jim, don't look. All right. And then a question All right. for you and one for me. All right, Jim. So okay. your movie is a reboot of Dune. I'm in. Ooh, reboot of Dune. Nice. Starring Tom Cruise and Zendaya. Is Zendaya who's in Dune? (laughs) What the fuck? It's a giant monster movie. It sure is. (laughs) Set at the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Think It Chapter 2 meets The Sixth Sense. Okay. So we have Tom Cruise and Zendaya in a Dune reboot. And of course, it's a giant monster movie. You have to have giant monsters in Dune. 
and they'll be set in the White House. That's just going to be their government house where they uh, where they meet and bring in all the other uh, people from the army and from the other uh, other races and other people. The House of Arrakis. It will, okay. It will be a horror, kind of a horror uh, film, kind of a feel to it. Like if uh, I think it should be called "Not Your Father's Dune." <laughs> oh snap not your father's dune excellent well well jim uh if i could just step in real quick i mean it sounds great so far but tell me why tom cruise is perfect for this movie as you take long puffs of your cigar <sighs> you see tom cruise probably should have been cast in the original dune but they didn't have the budget for him because any action. 1985? Really <laughs> <laughs> was he too busy doing the legend? Anyway, sorry, go on. Uh, so Tom Cruise should be in every action movie. And I don't see why you don't cast him everywhere. <clears throat> excellent, excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, what, one thing I would like to ask, please. Can we like, you know, Zendaya's already been in a movie, this uh, Dune, so we don't need more Zendaya. I need you to tell me why we should put in Ezra Miller in her place, as you repeatedly Ooh. whisper the phrase, "I need this." See, Ezra Miller's for a comeback, coming out of the the new Flash. He he really set himself right, and. I really need this because uh, he has dirt on me. And if I don't put him <laughs> in the film, then I'll control, I really need this. Because he won't let I me out of my bedroom unless we get this to happen. <laughs> I wasn't in Hawaii with Ezra Miller, okay? Oh, but okay. I really need this. Uh, pitch me. Why we should cast this with a new actor instead? Hmm. Uh, like, like instead of Tom Cruise. Yeah, like who, who, who could we do if we didn't want to use Tom Cruise? Or I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a fan of Ezra Miller. Oh, so we did scrap the actors then because yeah, um, apparently it's not going to work. Uh, so let's give me. I like uh, Hugh Jackman. We need him as the star now. And uh, and then his interest, like the other star, um, let's go instead of, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think this is a good part for Ezra Miller. So let's take uh, Hugh Grant. Let's do the Hughes together. I, we need them in a movie together. And the, I, I, I'm sorry, Hugh Jackman and Hugh Grant as the romantic couple? Hugh, I mean, I'm intrigued. Yeah, but... Yes. This is not your father's dude, okay? Okay, okay. So let's do things different. <laughs> Not actually an executive question, but just a question I genuinely have. Does Hugh Jackman have a mullet like he does in Chappie? Or are we just going to let uh, the, we're, we're going to let somebody else handle those decisions? I would say he has a scholar instead. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. It's on the sides and the back, but the top is now gone. 
I mean, which hairstyle would work best for a desert planet like Dune? True, true, true. Yeah, Hugh Jackman has the skull, or where Hugh Grant has the tonsure monk cut. All right, excellent. So that's not your father's Dune. All right, it means Jeff, we're down to the last one. Uh, on just one sec while I get the studio exec stuff sent. And don't worry, Steve will uh, edit this so we all smell smart. Here, that one's for you. (laughs) That one's for me. And future Steve is great at making us sound awesome. Yeah, he actually edits. He does edit. All right. All right, Jim, I am sending you your executive card. Don't want nobody peeking. I will not look. All right. And, uh, babe, what's Jeff going to be pitching? All right, Jeff. The -hmm. movie that you will be pitching is... This is a reboot of Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay. Starring Jackie Chan (laughs) and Brad Pitt. Fuck, I'm in. (laughs) Got this. It's a gangster movie. Of course it is. (laughs) Set at a retirement home swingers party. (laughs) I mean, mean, (laughs) Jackie Chan had the triads, but retired. (laughs) Think Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh my God, he's short round. (laughs) Meets John Wick. (laughs) All right. So we've got, you know, we got the these kaiju monsters, obviously. obviously. Brilliantly portrayed by Brad Pitt and Jackie Chan. Well, oh, which one's playing, which? They're playing the monsters. They are the monsters. Well, they it's gonna be so cool because you know they they'll have digital enhancements on them, but they're not gonna be like wearing dumb little costumes, but they will look like Jackie Chan as King Kong will be pounding his chest. Brad Pitt as Godzilla, whipping his tail and throwing out uh, uh, cosmic or or nuclear blasts. As they are both retired, because they're in the Kaiju retirement village. And I'm sorry, what was the name of this movie? I'm getting to the name of the movie. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. You you got 60 seconds. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, I only got 60 seconds. Okay. Well, the the movie is Best Friends Ride Again. Best Friends Ride Again. And it's going to confuse you because the best friends end up fighting at the end, destroying things, including... They, they destroy each other. They get into a big fight. And they're going to destroy things like it's, I don't know, a World War II ending spiritual harness of a device. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I did there? Okay, I love it. <laughs> so tell me, this is a buzzer card. Please give me a name. Nothing more. Who should direct this movie? And go! Uh, it should be directed by Sam Peckinpah. <laughs> Sam fucking Peckinpah! <laughs> I don't even know if he's alive, but he's the perfect oh, he's one not. to direct this. He's definitely not, but <laughs> right. we'll make it work. We'll reanimate his corpse just so we can direct this movie. Oh. The son of Sam Peckinpah. <laughs> 
Sam Peckinpah the third. This sounds good, but I'm going to need to do me a favor. Okay. Steve, Steve needs to be cast in this movie as the shittiest character. Describe that character to us. Uh, he's the janitor at the retirement village. Literally, every time. Yeah, every time they get into a fight, he's got to clean up everything. Oh no! And they keep knocking over his bucket in their brawls. And just the bucket, though, not the building. I meant just the bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Just your bucket. I mean, yep, the bucket. Uh, anything else? Oh uh, yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah, I want Brad Pitt to play the villain. Pitch me how he will defeat Jackie Chan. <sighs> okay, well, you know, Jackie Chan being King Kong, big, strong, but he's kind of old, little arthritis. Brad Pitt, Godzilla, also old, but still has explosive breath, and in the end. As Kong is about ready to deliver a death blow, Brad Pitt's Godzilla will cry out with all he's got left and blow Jackie Chan into pieces. That Steve the janitor into pieces. Very, very, very important. That Steve the janitor then has to clean up. No, (laughs) worth it to get my SAG card. Excellent. And I apologize for the title. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now our contestants get 30 seconds to re-pitch you one last time on their vision. Uh, Izzy, you have 30 seconds. Go. Oh, well. um... (laughs) Well, guys, you do not want to miss Face Off 2 Electric Boogaloo. We have John Cho and Lucy Liu swapping faces. Obviously, John Cho is going to be the villain because we want to see him acting as Lady Cop Lucy Liu. And really, those are like the shower scenes we want to see, right? Yeah. (laughs) We also want to see Lucy Liu going into the drug den, rescuing children, you know, all that good stuff. Um, it's a serial killer fantasy. Don't forget that. There's a hurricane happening while all of this is going on, which means we can still use somewhere over the rainbow. Oh shit, the, the speedboat's gonna get caught up in the hurricane. I don't spoil the ending. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, face off to electric boogaloo. Excellent. Steve, you have 30 seconds. Oh, thanks, Steve. Uh so yeah, guys, it's called What Men Want. What do men want? Beyonce and Kim Kardashian just going to town uh, with maybe a cameo by Steve Buscemi halfway through. You don't know. It's an erotic thriller or was it an erotic romance set in the woods? I mean, you have the beautiful backwoods of Montana. It's just going to be about love and loss and all kinds of great shit. It's what men want. Guys, seriously, you just want to see Beyonce naked, right? Let's let's. It's going to take a lot of money to make it happen. So vote, vote. <laughs> What men want. All right. Uh, Jim, and you now have 30 seconds. Go. We have Not Your Father's Dune, starring maybe Tom Cruise or Zendaya, or most likely Hugh Jackman and Hugh Grant. I mean, it's just a giant monster movie where you need to see all the action that takes place. It's going to have some horror into it. 
where it turns out where Hugh Jackman can only see dead people. It's weird. <laughs> but this is not your father's boon. See it. Excellent. And Jeff, you have 30 seconds to sell us on your vision. Go! Best friends ride again. They were enemies. They became friends. But in their retirement, their their hatred comes back. Fighting, explosions, destruction. We need money to make these things work. Explosion here. Fire breath here. Fighting, fighting. Boom, boom. Till we get to the end. Please, please vote for this one. Excellent. Well, you've heard them gloat. Now go out and vote. Follow all these amazing, wonderful podcasts. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. And on Patreon, you get that second chance to vote. So you may be, ask, may be asking yourself, what do they win, Steve? Well, I'm glad you asked. Once the votes are tallied and the victor is decided, they can win a brand new carbon-based art print of their choosing by the mystical, luring collection of Untidy Venus. Available now at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And of course, you win bragging rights. And really, isn't that what it's all about? And if you'd like to be a contestant, reach out to us at EILF Movies for your chance to play. So on behalf of Jim, Jeff, the lovely Izzy, our incredible studio audience, the entire Castaways Network, and all of our fans across the globe, I'm Steve Loeb, and join us next time for Made of Movies! Have a good night, everybody.